Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Pastor David Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor David teaches through God's Word. can't know his voice if we don't listen to what he's already said. And our hearing is bad. So it's really easy for us to get confused. It's really easy for us to buy into lies, to let people disqualify us, to let the liar disqualify us. And this is why we have to go back to what's sure. We have to start with the foundation of his word. Do you hear God's voice? Not audibly always, but do you hear or feel him pressing in on your life? on your decisions or thoughts? Do you hear the opposite? Do you hear the lies Satan wants to fill you with? Today in his message, Pastor David warns us of staying diligent in filling our minds and lives with truth. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor David in the book of Acts, chapters 10 and 11, as he continues his message, Supernatural Experience. Earnestly desire the best gifts. He doesn't say, it'd be really cool if you like, had some spiritual gifts. He says, earnestly desire. It's something to seek, to pursue. And yet, I show you a more excellent way. And he goes on to say, that excellent way is love. Chapter 13, verse 8 tells us, love never fails. But whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they'll cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. Because right now, we know in part We prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away. In the new creation, when Jesus returns and evil is done with, and we are sitting with him, seeing him face to face, we'll need a vision because he's there. But right now, we see in part, we prophesy in part. And so what this is showing us is that these gifts these experiences of the power of God working through us or him speaking to us supernaturally are legitimate and good, worth seeking. God really did train and teach the first people in the church, Peter, Cornelius, through visions, through supernatural experiences. He still does today. Nowhere in scripture does he say that he will stop. Again, on the contrary, what he says is that as it grows darker, the light will be brighter. As we get closer to his return, we're going to see it more and more that through us, the spirit is really visible. As we grow closer to him and as things grow more intense around us, that the church will be experiencing these gifts of the spirit more and more. But at the same time, we see in part, we prophesy in part, we experience these things in part. It's still through 
fallible vessels. I'm still messed up. I still don't see everything just right. And that brings us to point number two. These experiences have to be interpreted through Scripture. Do you realize that when you read your Bible, on your phone, little paper Bible at home, whatever it is, that is a supernatural experience. He says that the word is alive and active. He's so closely identified with it that he says he set his word above his name. He says he is the word made flesh. And we take it so lightly. It is a supernatural experience. He will teach you. He will correct you and teach you and train you if you're willing to listen. Peter, who ate with Jesus and lived with Jesus and knew Jesus all these years in person, face to face, I mean, lived in the same town, grew up in the same town, who had these visions of Jesus, who would be led to write much of the scripture, tells us in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 20, that no prophecy of scripture is of any private interpretation because prophecy never came by the will of man. Holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the spirit. He goes on, 1 John chapter 4, God continues to teach us. He says, beloved, don't believe every spirit. Test the spirits, whether they're of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this, you know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. Every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. And just to be clear, we talked about this last week too, but this doesn't mean that the demons can't acknowledge that Jesus is who he is. There's lots of examples in scripture of the demons doing that. The point is that the liar, the enemy of your souls, will never agree with the truth. He's going to be twisting. He's never going to be submitted to the truth. He's going to be tweaking it. Did God really say? There's always that little adjustment of what is true. And so he warns us in Colossians 2.18, let no one disqualify you. Insisting on asceticism, you know, the extra religious practices of you have to fast this many times a week, you got to wear uncomfortable clothes or shave your head or whatever it is. Insisting on asceticism, worship of angels, going on in detail about their visions. Puffed up without reason by his sensuous mind, his mind that is ruled by his senses rather than holding fast to the head. From whom the whole body, nourished and knit together through its joints and ligaments, grows with a growth that is from God. God himself teaches us that we are made for more than just reading about him. He wants us to grow with this growth that is from him, this life that is vibrant and real. And he tells us he's going to know us like a father with his children. It's a close relationship. That is more than a book. My kids don't know about me. My kids know me. They don't just read what I write. But they do know my voice. We can't know his voice if we don't listen to what he's already said. And our hearing is bad. So it's really easy for us to get confused. It's really easy for us to buy into 
lies, to let people disqualify us, to let the liar disqualify us. And this is why we have to go back to what's sure. We have to start with the foundation of his word. He was not going to deny himself. What he's already written is steadfast. It's trustworthy. So if I hear something from, from someone else, spiritual or physical, whatever, right? If I, if I have an idea that is contrary to the scripture, I know it's not from him because it doesn't agree with what he's already said. His word teaches us what he sounds like. doesn't mean he's not going to say more than what he's written, but it's never going to disagree with what he's already said. In Matthew 24, 35, Jesus told us that heaven and earth will pass away, but his words will never pass away. So if we look back at what Peter was doing here, right? He, all throughout his supernatural experiences, you see him connecting the dots to what God had already said. God gives him this vision of the food, right? And tells him, don't call anything unclean that I've made clean. And this tied right back to what God had shown him, what Jesus had said to him face to face in Mark chapter 7. He said, do you not perceive that whatever enters a man from outside can't defile him. It doesn't enter his heart. It enters his belly, and it's eliminated, thus purifying all foods. He said, what comes out of a man? This is what defiles him, because from within, out of the heart of men proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murder, theft, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lewdness, evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. These things come from within, that's what defiles a man. Your breakfast is fine. It doesn't matter if you eat bacon with breakfast or not. That's not the point. When Peter met with Cornelius, he remembered this. He said, God, in every nation, he's like, it doesn't, it's not about the appearance. It's not about where you're from. It's not about your culture. In it. It's about the heart. Everyone who fears God, he accepts. He's, he's so willing to receive whoever would look to him through Christ. And this promise... It had become lost in some ways to some of the people who Peter was surrounded by, to the, the Israelites that had grown to miss this idea to some degree. so glad you tuned in today for Pastor David Fountain's message in the Book of Acts. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? Thanks for praying. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m., and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. We also offer Spanish translation at our services, and you can find out more on our website. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family online. You'll find out more and be able to connect at mainthingradio.com. 
Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. That's all we have time for today. Thank you for being part of this study in God's Word. Tune in next time for another look at the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio.